These are some of the initial places in your digestive system that most people don't even consider. But the spleen is super important for just ensuring that waste gets separated. It's an indicator to what's really going on in your body and it's very, very important to be in tune and listen to your body. You can reduce your gingivitis and plaque by over 50%. Absolutely. And, because and it prevents all this stuff getting to yeah, the gut your, too. Right? Your gut health actually begins in your mouth. Along with the fiber, what works really, really well, which your gut loves as well, are fats, you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. coconut oil is amazing because coconut oil is not just rich in really good fats. It's also rich in, um, you know, lauric acid and caprylic acid. Mm -hmm. um, and these are amazing. Your gut loves these fatty chain acids. Um, so when you pair it with the oils, um, you get... you even better results like for example you know chia seed oil mm -hmm. um most people so just coming back yeah. to the coconut oil because it's really interesting and i just because if you do incorporate it um into this routine where you're literally swishing in your mouth for like just over 15 minutes a day i mean you can reduce your gingivitis and plaque by over 50 percent that's scientifically yeah. shown to do that. Absolutely. And, because and it prevents all this stuff getting to yeah, the gut your, too, right? your gut health actually begins in your mouth, yeah. right? Um, there is like uh, four salivary glands, like the parotid papillae, which produce like, I believe it's like something like 1.7 liters of saliva. Wow. Yeah. And these contain all these digestive enzymes and all these bacterial cultures that are going to make their way to your gut and help like basically start the process of digestion. So digestion actually begins in your mouth, which, you know, like uh, most people really need to slow down and chew really properly their food mm -hmm. for that reason. Um, but with the coconut oil, because um, what happens is like when we're actually asleep, the saliva production stops so basically now you have all these bad uh germ bad bacteria that's not good for you just accumulating throughout the night right uh, and proliferating and that's why like it makes sense to brush your teeth obviously before you go to bed and after you wake up in the morning because you've literally had no saliva production during that time so you have all the bad bacteria wow. right there right it's an but, interesting perspective yeah but the thing with coconut oil is that, you know, it's an antimicrobial, it's an antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal. So if you're doing coconut pulling, especially if you do it like right before you go to bed or right after you wake up in the morning, it's amazing because it's killing all those bad guys. Um, so they don't even have, they don't even make their way down to your gut. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's what's so interesting. That's kind of, and you know, you wanted to touch upon that uh, as well, but I, I was just wanting to say, cause speaking of like going down the esophagus, I mean, yeah. the spleen is actually there too. Like it's, yeah. it's actually right there. And its job is to separate uh, waste um, out of what's what's coming in yeah. so it's really important to not overburden the spleen because these are some of the initial places in your digestive system that most people don't even consider but the spleen is yeah. super important for just ensuring that waste gets separated that's why warming foods can really help with that such as bone broth, bone broth yeah. so you get that benefit of the collagen yeah. you get that yeah yeah and the spleen has so much immune tissue I mean, it boggles my mind, you know, because it's like you have the spleen 
first of all, it's, you know, it's in uh, traditional Chinese medicine, it's considered one of the main five organs. One of the big fives in the lymphatic system. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, I mean, this, this medicine system is like thousands and thousands and thousands of years old. Obviously, there's some ancient wisdom there, right? Um, so basically, you have all this immune tissue. But what's so surprising is like, you know, the appendix, which is considered a vestigial organ, which basically means that back when, you know, we were primates, we needed this this organ. And now that we've evolved into human beings, we don't need it anymore. It's just there as a vestigial organ, you know, almost like a fossil form or something, um, which is crazy because all the appendix is, is immune tissue. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Why would I want to remove immune tissue from my body? Why? Yeah. <laughs> right? And the same thing goes with tonsils as well. Um, however, uh, so basically the thing with tonsils is that if you do need to take them out uh, after the age of seven, that's when your immune system has a pretty good memory and, you know, it's well-functioning and everything. Um, but before the age of seven is not so healthy because it does affect your immunity. Um, but after the age of seven, uh, for some people who may be experiencing some sort of autoimmune conditions, um, it may make sense to have that. Basically, you're, you're basically saying it is what it is. The thing about tonsils, Mm -hmm. you know, with tonsils, um, they are actually like an indicator, right? Yeah. They're, they're basically an indicator of something not functioning properly exactly you know and and i think it's important to pay attention to that right uh, yeah i might as well just remove the indicator like if my alarm goes off i'm gonna be like oh i'm just gonna turn my alarm off Mm. never mind if there's an invader you know yeah yeah um so yeah i i guess you're right it's an indicator to what's really going on in your body. And it's very, very important to be in tune and listen to your body. Mm-hmm. And, and you have so many lymph nodes in, in, along your body. There's this yeah. layer of this lymphatic system yeah. that we've got to understand because it really does seem like Western medicine has really not put any attention on it. Chinese medicine, you know, they've done a really good job at, at actually, you know, paying attention to the lymphatic system as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Take charge of your health with this free course valued at $295, which we're giving to you for free. There's no other course like this. You'll get exactly what you need to strengthen your immunity, get fit, and learn the best detox secrets and much more. Believe in Your Health is one of our top courses. Ramshan and myself will guide you on what to eat, drink, and what supplements to take. Go to u.nutrize.com slash retreat. That's the letter U dot N-U-T-R-I-R-I-S-E dot com slash retreat to get immediate access to this free course now before it's back at regular price. And so now coming back, I mean, let's just come back to the gut. You know, you're talking about, you know, with the probiotics as well as the prebiotics. So kind of what really comes next really you know now that you've kind of managed your 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 gut as well as hopefully managing the inflammation so then does that does that really mean that you know then your next focus focus should be the gi tract because i mean the gi tract is also very interesting too right um ensuring that you know the overall health of, of the gi tract it's mobile and as well um you know it 
it it it's its walls are also uh, really healthy too. Right? Yeah, yeah. So basically, um, with the gastrointestinal tract, this this study is actually really really interesting. So basically, what they did was um, they studied the gut microbiome of these two groups of monkeys, one from Vietnam and one from Costa Rica. It was a research group. Uh, I, I don't know if you've watched like the the uh, TED Talk by Dan Knights. Mm-hmm. So it was his research group that did the study. And basically what they found was that um, they took these two groups of monkeys that were, you know, living in uh, one group living in Vietnam, one group living in uh, a rainforest in Costa Rica. And they had obviously because of their different natural habitats Mm -hmm. they lived on uh, completely different sides of the world and when they looked at their gut microbiome to start off to start off with were completely different like Mm -hmm. completely different Mm -hmm. Um, but once they became captives at the same zoo um, what they found was the gut microbiome of both groups became increasingly similar and they lost almost all the biodiversity of their gut microbiome um, and now were uh, the main um, strains that you were seeing were uh, the Prevotella and the Bacteroidoids, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, now you're seeing these strains that are predominantly part of human beings' guts, but now you're seeing them in all these primates uh, that are now captives at the zoo. But what was so strange was even though these two groups of primates were completely different, now their gut microbiomes became so similar to each other. Yeah. You know? Isn't that why you feel so different when you go to a different place and, and everything? Yeah. Yeah. And what's really interesting is like when you look at the genes of people in the United States, it's even more similar like the diversity decreases even more and you know becomes even more similar and what's very interesting is that you know basically people who live in other parts of the world after they uh, come to the United States basically what happens is their propensity for obesity and diabetes goes up significantly so now researchers begin to wonder, hmm, okay, that's interesting. What exactly happens? So basically they did this study um, of a group of people who came from Vietnam to the United States um, after the war in the, in the 1970s. And another group, which is more recently, they immigrated to the United States, um, a group called Karen from mm. Myanmar. And then they studied the two uh, gut microbiomes. And what they found was that both uh, groups had lost 20% of their their microbiome diversity. Wow. And what they found was that uh, immigrants who are obese actually lost 33%, like a third of their microbiome diversity. Wow. And that actually like you know increases your risk of um you know irritable bowel syndrome all sorts of uh gi conditions even even constipation yeah and then that's what they found with 
with the monkeys as well because of that loss of uh, diversity in the microbiome they began to suffer from gastrointestinal conditions wow wow and that's where i guess coming back to the psyllium husk and coming back to the probiotics probiotics, the fundamentals and really getting that that stool going and even you know like with the gi tract i mean coming back to that um, you know, you, you want to cleanse your GI tract as well as your colon. Yeah. And what's great for that is really colostrum, right? Yeah. Like, you know, um, basically it's, it's, it's mother's first milk from an animal. And really, really what it, it does is it actually cleanses your GI tract when you yeah. regularly take it. Yeah, it, I love colostrum because it really helps cleanse your GI tract. Um, it's it's really 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 amazing for that. Yeah, and it's and yeah. scientifically proven to do that. I mean, it's not yeah. a joke. I mean, it, it has the, the the such huge benefits, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So then, coming back to all of this, I mean, even when you look at it from the perspective of getting your digestion going, there's also metabolism, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that can also play such a huge role in all of this. So. Even, even, you know, workouts like HIIT, um, as well as, you know, anything that can help, um, you know, just improve that metabolism. Um, You know, taking, you know, a great colon cleanse supplement can also help with that too, right? Yeah, it it can really, really help because it gives you like a fresh start. It drives out all the bad guys. But the thing is, it also drives out some of the good guys. Um, So it's very important to find... um, a colon cleanse that actually has probiotics in it it's very very important because then you're replenishing all the good guys that you're losing through uh you know through the excess like excretion because of the colon cleanse as well as it should probably have great uh, amounts of psyllium husk because the psyllium husk acts as a prebiotics for exactly. the probiotics yeah now also not just uh delivering that 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 cleansing effect um, because I mean, on its own, it's a fiber, but at the same time, it's also prebiotics. So it's feeding the probiotics. So it's building, building and boosting that microbiome at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 